Hello and welcome to Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Gabe, Tanner, and Ben. This is, I don't know what number of episode we're on now, but uh, this is our first, was this episode five? Five, yeah. Okay, you don't have to, I mean, you, if you hold up the five on your hand, nobody else can see that. This is a podcast. I was trying, I was so you, trying to help you out. Okay. He was letting you know. I was trying to let you, you can know. Save, <laughs> you can correct me there. Anyway, this is our first uh, post week, post full college football weekend, I guess you could say. Uh, so we'll be recapping a lot of the college football stuff that went down. We had a couple of good games. We really didn't have a whole lot of really great ones, to be honest with you. Um, but anyway, uh, what was your all's first thoughts as far as the opening weekend? Any, any like big surprises that really caught you off guard? I mean, you can't not start out with that colorado tcu game like you I, I, have to start out i knew there. you were gonna start you have you do you have to start out there like you can't start anywhere else okay all right all right so talk to us a little bit about it what do you, um, what do you think about it tanner i mean i'm i'm definitely not gonna be that guy i was like i knew it was gonna happen Dion like sanders that's all you gotta say that, that's all you have to say literally and shador said like i just i'm not gonna be that guy that's like i knew it was gonna happen like because I don't think anybody in America thought that, except if you went to Colorado or you were on that team, thought that they were going to beat TCU. But, I mean, I, I've i been saying that I thought Dion was going to turn them around, but, man, I did not – you. I did not think they were going to be literally a team that was in the national championship last year. Yes, it's not the same team, but still, they were in the national championship last year, TCU. It's not the same team because I know that's what you're going to say. You keep saying they. No, they aren't. That's not, they aren't there. That's not, they were not in the national championship. I'm saying TCU, bro. Like, those players that were on the field were not in the national championship. I'm saying TCU. Like, it is the same team, TCU, that was in the national championship last year. Same coach, same program that was on the national championship. And Dion literally took, I think it was 80, like, it was in the 80s, amount of transfers and new players on that team. I think it was new players, 80-plus new players, and knocked off TC. Like, you cannot say enough about it. Like, Yeah, it it was a good win. It was a good win. I, I do think it's getting You're overhyped. You're not hyped enough about it. it it's like, getting overhyped a little bit. This, this, is, this, this is classic college football. This is classic college football week one. Gabe, go ahead. Please take the mic away from Brandon. Colorado last year only won, like, what, one Thank game? Thank you. Yes. One game. Yes. And, and currently they've won one game. <laughs> like, but who they knocked off, bro? Who? The, the fact that TCU was ranked and they beat a ranked opponent in week one. Deion Sanders' first game with the program. Okay, they may be ranked. They're not a top 25 team. They're not. But, but still, it, bro. It's the moment, they, dude. The, the, the moment. Oh, my gosh, yeah, that, that's, that's the problem with college football week one. The problem is everybody's like, oh, the moment, the moment. It was a moment. It was a great moment, It's but it was a moment. So you're telling me you expected that to happen? No, no, nobody expected that to happen. But here, here's the thing. Okay. That's what we're saying. So, so yes. Colorado was the underdog. They deserved to be done. Did they deserve to be a 20-point underdog? No. They, looking back on it, no. They, they shouldn't have been a 20-point underdog. I agree. I agree. If they played the game again right now, they would still be the underdog. TCU would be favored if they played again today. If they play that game 10 times, TCU wins probably seven times. But Colorado won that one. It was a good game. See, I don't even think you can say that, man, because I, I can't Colorado say that. just proved they are the better team. No, no, no. They proved that they won that game. 
God, on, dude. Brandon. TCU. Brandon. TCU. Oh, TCU bro. made a couple of bigger mistakes than Colorado did. Colorado had a couple of really big plays. Now, they deserved the win, and it was a great win. That does not prove that they are the better team. As an Alabama fan, you should know this, dude. Alabama loses some games, but they're the better team most of those games that they lost. Okay? You you, you have to say that, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. So, this weekend, TCU was the better team. They deserved to be the favorite. They did not deserve to be a 20-point favorite. You literally just trashed on TCU saying they're yeah. not even a top 25 They're not, team. but neither is Colorado. Neither of them are top 25 teams. Oh, I... What are you, you, dude? Colorado is not anywhere close to a top twenty-five team. All right, look, 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 look. Okay, they they had a great win. Let's give them props for that. Not even close. Their quarterback threw for five hundred yards against TCU. Was awful. They do not have a top twenty-five. I I will say this: (laughs) they do not have a top twenty-five defense. I will say that they aren't a top twenty-five team. That offense, bro. The athletes that they have on the offensive side of the ball. You are really underestimating them, bro. No, like, I'm not. You are they're, really they're solid. underestimating them. They're solid, but as a whole, they're not a top 25 team. They're, TCU is going to be one of those teams that they're going to finish the year, depending on how good the rest of the Big 12 is this year. It's hard to tell right now. But they'll, they'll, they'll pro- they might finish with nine wins. If the, the rest of the Big 12 is good, they may even be only eight wins. But – and it may be even less than that. I, I don't not, I'm not sure. We don't know yet. It's week one. That's why I'm everybody needs to calm down. Like it's week one. Last year everybody was like, Oh my god, Florida looks unbeatable. Anthony Richardson, Heisman. Oh my god. Rest of the year he sucked. He was terrible. So like everybody needs to chill out. It was one game. I'm we not saying say. we don't know. We don't know how good either of those two teams are yet. We'll have to see next week. Uh Colorado's playing against Nebraska. Nebraska is probably an average middling team. And so we'll we'll get They're a, still the underdogs. We'll we'll get a chance to see if Colorado wins that one. That'll be another good win. It'll be great, great two and zero. Nobody would have expected them to start two and zero. That's fantastic. But that still doesn't mean like, oh my God, they're a top twenty five team. No, they they beat two middling teams at that point. They beat two and zero and beat two middling teams, which means that they're probably above average, which is far Dude. and above what everybody expected from them. So that's already out of this world. Like I'm being a very This isn't this is just complete logic at this point. Oh. All right. You you have to realize where Colorado came from and where they are now. That's great. That's but no but listen, just listen. That is where the excitement is coming from, dude. Yeah. This team went from winning literally one game. I don't even know when they won that only I'm, I I could be wrong on the one game. Like they maybe two last year. I'm pretty sure it was one. But they yeah. they were absolutely awful. Lord knows who they beat. But they went from winning one game last year to winning their very first game against an opponent that was ranked. Like, the Colorado fans right now, like, this is – they're on cloud nine. And that, it's That's not, where all the hype is coming from. It's not – and I agree with Gabe. Like, not, not trying to cut you off. I thought you were done. But I agree with Gabe. But the thing, in my opinion, that makes that so impressive – is it's not one of these little 10 to 7 game winning field goals. It's not one of the like it was a shootout. Dude, it was a shootout. I mean, that's he the threw same thing. 510 yards. Yeah. Four of their receivers, bro. Four of their receivers had over 100 yards receiving. Yeah. What like that, against a against a top 25 team and push comes to shove. Yes, I agree. It's not the same team. They were in the national championship no, last year. Those players were not in the national championship. Okay, last year. I got that. Like, I get what <laughs> you're saying. It is the same TCU 
Texas Christian University. It is the exact same team that was in the national championship last year. The team that got beat by like 60? Is it that team? That team? Dude, is that what we're talking about? Anybody by 60, bro. bro. That, they didn't, they didn't win. Shut your mouth. They didn't win the first game of the college football playoff by 60. Oh, please, Ben, say it, something. Anyway, please. So, okay, so I do want to point something out. You you mentioned early in this, you mentioned early that like it wasn't one of those 10 to 7, like, like game field goal kind of games where it was just all defense, defense. What you're, the game that you just talked about, the Colorado TCU, is the exact same thing, just flipped. It was all offense, no defense from either team. So it's the exact same thing as that 10 to 7 lucky field goal thing. Again, at the end. that's what I'm saying. It's Co- the exact I'm not same thing. They have a top, it's a flipped. top 25 defense. But that offense, bro, right. is. But you're saying, but you, you, you talked as if that 10 to 7 one wouldn't have been as impressive of a win, but it would have. It's the exact same thing, just flipped. If there was great defense versus great defense, it would have been exactly the same thing as this great offense versus great offense, but terrible defense versus terrible defense. So, look, Colorado is better than I expected, is better than anybody in the country expected, all right? Let's get that out of the way. Duh, all right? They're fantastic. I'm not going to say they're fantastic. They're way better than we thought they were. That does not mean they are a great team. They're not a great team, all right? So... At the end of the year, if they get eight wins, that is an insane success. And at this point, it looks like they could get eight wins. I agree. They could get eight wins. 100%. That's a fantastic success and great job, Dion. Let's not act like they're getting 10 wins. All right. They're not getting 10 wins. Let's, let's, it's not, that's not happening. All right. So let's get that out of the way. Stop acting like they're going to do that. They're not. When have any of us said that? That's what, that's what everybody is acting like. None of you just said that, but the way you're acting as you're acting as if they're like a top fifteen team, and they're not. No, I'm no, I'm giving credit where credit is due about what I literally watched on Saturday, okay, bro. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you're doing. Way none more of us than are that. saying they're going to be in the national championship. I am bro. also give. I have. I'm the one that have. I have given credit for what we've seen. You're going way beyond that. I, I, I'm going beyond that because I'm the one saying they they've done better than we expected, and they had a good game on Saturday. That's that's giving credit where credit is due. You're literally discrediting it, saying they basically played Elizabeth in high school no, with I, that because they lost everybody no, 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 that they no, no, played. No, no. I said they played. Like, they played a middling that, team. You said it's overhyped. You that, literally is, just said it, it's overhyped, it, bro. It, it, it is overhyped, but it still was a good game. Is they they played a middling team? Next week they're going to play a middling team. So they could be 2-0 and versus middling teams. That's team. all the Pac-12 is. That's Georgia's entire schedule, bro. Colorado has not played. Team. They've played a Big 12 team, and next week they're going to play a Big 10 team. So, middling, middling. They could be 2-0 and versus middling teams, which is fantastic. Dude, please say something, Dan. All right, so you can I'm say what the, you blood. want to Just about go. their defense. Please. Yeah, they gave up, like, what, 42 points, right? Was it 45-42 was the final something score? Like yeah. So, they gave up a ton of points. Their defense gave up. But... We need to give Shador Sanders his credit, dude. Not only did he throw for over 500 yards, four different receivers had over 100 yards in that game, which means he wasn't just throwing to one guy. He was making reads, finding the open guy every single time. He wasn't making reads. He was throwing to dudes that were wide open. That's not making reads. You still have to find the wide open guy. No, 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 no. no. They were play design, and every receiver was wide open. That's not making reads. Yes, Would you... Okay, sorry. Okay, so if you're gonna say that, then what keeps them from doing that against every single team that because play? the TCU defense is terrible. TCU's defense is worse than the other defenses they're going to play. I don't like, dude. I I can't wait to the. You're end telling season. me right oh, now. To, you're telling me right now. Nebraska's defense is worse than TCU's. T- Nebraska's is better than TCU's for sure. 
I mean, it's I mean, it's it's the it's a Big Ten defense versus a Big Twelve defense. The Big Twelve defense is worse for sure. It's not even close. I, I I can guarantee you this right now. Colorado will not score forty five points next week. They won't have 100% to. Hundred percent not going to score forty five points. They won't have to. You're probably right. Nebraska's not going not going to score forty two. You're right about that. Now Colorado could beat Nebraska because Nebraska's not a great team. So I'm putting you on the record right now. You will basically not see another performance from Colorado like we saw on Saturday. It was pure luck. Basically, all the stars aligned, and they basically went into TCU, upset them, and it was pure luck. That's what you're saying right now. I have never mentioned anything about getting lucky. Never said that. You said that if TCU and Colorado— No, I said TCU is not as good of a team as people thought they were. Okay, if you play a team, if you—by your words, if you play a team ten times— and they beat you eight times, you got lucky those two times. No, no, no. That's, that's not getting literally lucky. what you're saying. No, that's just probability and statistics. You're going oh, to win oh, 20% of the time. You're, oh. you're an idiot. You're a straight-up moron, bro. Okay, so... Listen, okay. listen, listen. Well, every time somebody plays against somebody, every time, every time somebody plays against somebody, <laughs> they do not have a 100% chance of winning, all right? It's not, ha- it's not ever... You're not going to have a 100% chance. Let's say you've got a 90% chance of winning, which is Alabama usually is going to have 90% chance of winning. That means if they play that team 10 times, they're going to lose once. It's going to happen. Okay? So that's what I'm saying. I, I think if TCU and Colorado played 10 times, Colorado would win two, maybe three times. I get and, what and, and the list week was one of those two or three times. They got the win, which was great for them. That's fantastic. That doesn't mean it's lucky. That just means that it happened to be one of those times. Um, so that, I mean, I don't, I don't, I literally don't understand how you guys are seeing this. This is, this is clear as day. I don't, understand day. How you're I don't the way see, you like, you're, see, you're flip-flopping in my opinion. No. Flip-flopping, well, like, I have been completely okay, stand. Okay, yeah, Ben, you but, take it. I get what you're saying as far as, like, yes, the probability of, and statistic is saying, like, 70% TCU is going to win versus 30% Colorado because TCU is the better team. But the reason that... TCU isn't going to 100% win every time, even though they have the better team, is because of luck. No, no, no. So that's not, that's saying... not luck. That's just chances. They're, you're going to you're really? going to win the majority of the time, but there are times that you're not going to win. That has nothing to do with luck. That's I, just statistics. I'm saying as far as luck is like, oh, the ball went this way as far as it could have went this way that time. That's not. I'm, but I'm not talking about the way the ball bounces right now. I'm talking about statistics. You're, yeah, if you've got a 70% chance of winning, that means you're going to win 7 out of 10 times. That's that, I, I literally can't make it any more clear than that. One, you, are the sc- you don't have to move it, bro. Listen, move I'm... I am talking. You had your mouth right up on top of it. I, I, I will move it back when I'm done. Okay. No. Okay. Do it. Go. I, 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 if you don't move it back right here, I'll, it was in the back. Place. Dude, you're I'll, gonna have to put it in the move back when For I'm those done. of you that don't know what we're talking about, we had te- technical difficulties with one mic, so Gabe and Brandon are having to share a mic. One, I can't stand you. I know you're the scum of the earth. Two, I'm going back to this again. It is such a big deal to oh my God. college football fans. That's not what we're talking about. No, but I'm I'm explaining you you don't think it's as big of a deal as other people are making it sound. And it's not it's not, it's not this crazy it's not a crazy like upset win like like if uh I'm trying to think like like Okay, let me ask you this. When the Giants beat the Patriots, when they had that team with Randy Moss, the, the, basically at that time, the 19-0 team, did the Giants get lucky, or was that one of those, 
one like the yeah. nine times out of ten game where the did they get lucky or was that a quote statistics game yeah. like you're if, saying? If they play the game ten times, the Patriots win eight and the Giants win twice. So they got lucky. That happened to be one of the two so times. So they got no, lucky. It's statistics. It's statistics. But they got lucky that that was they one of the games. They didn't play ten times, Brandon. They played. They played one time. Yeah. And by what you're saying, the Giants got lucky. No, no, no. Listen, that was lucky. one of the games. No, that's you, what no, we're trying to say. Yeah, that's not luck. That You're going to Ooh. outperform that team sometimes. Okay? That's statistic. The statistics is but literally the opposite of luck. I would give you that if they played 10 times. I would give you that if they played 10 times. They played one time and the Giants beat the Patriots. They played one time yeah. on that Super Bowl. They, they, so, the, Bob, what you're saying, the Giants got lucky they, no, no, against no. the Patriots. It's not like they made a few more plays than the Patriots did that day. Okay, you're literally saying this as you are the one that sticks up for the fact that you say you have to get lucky in order to go to the Super Bowl. That, that, that's true. And you do have to get the ball to bounce your way. <laughs> you're, you're talking about a different conversation. You're, that's no. multiple games against think, multiple teams. I think you just hate being wrong, and you don't no. want to admit it. No. That's the exact that same thing. You're talking about multiple teams. Oh. I'm talking about facing the same team ten different times. That's completely different. And you're uh, the the getting lucky as far as getting to the Super Bowl conversation. I'm I'm literally talking about the ball bouncing certain ways for that. That's literally what I'm talking I'm about. Done. What do you think the one out of ten games is? Yeah, that's the, literally you all are literally talking about statistics right now. You're talking about one out of ten, two out of ten. That's literally statistics. With the ball bouncing a certain way. Statistics is not luck. Statistics is statistics. Those are facts. Like, that's not luck. Okay, but they played one time. They did not yeah, play that, it. happened to be it. one of those. It happened to be one of those times. So that. That's like saying. Once a year. Hold on. That's like saying statistics and fantasy football do not matter okay. because it's okay. all luck or all statistics. So, okay, guys. They listen. go hand in hand. They're the same. All, all of you guys. They can't tomorrow, be the same thing. Tomorrow, if TCU and Colorado played against each other, who's the favorite to win the game? I'm picking Colorado. They I, just I'm, not, I'm not asking who you're picking. I'm talking who's the favorite to win the game. It should be Colorado. They just played and they just won. TCU would be the favorite for sure. They would be the favorite. TCU yeah. would be the favorite yeah, because they would sure. still be considered a top. They would still be in the top twenty. I don't care. I just we just watched the game. Colorado won the game. Colorado is the favorite okay. tomorrow against TCU. And how they performed, they should be, but that's not going to be the case. Okay, that, so, that's not going to be the case. So looking back at the highlights of that game, there were multiple times that TCU gave up opportunities that they should have had, and Colorado made the most of their opportunities, okay? No, so, Shador Sanders absolutely balled out. Yeah, he did, yeah. He balled, like, you can't under you can't understate that. It wasn't luck. It wasn't any... He went into TCU, and they won that game. Okay. Like, that's that's it. Like, it's not a luck thing, Brandon. I, like I, I, I've literally been saying it's not luck the whole time. You're the one who keeps saying luck for some reason. <laughs> I don't understand. What are you trying to say? I'm, I'm, I'm saying what is your I'm argument? saying they performed this week. You're I, saying I literally said that multiple times. So if TCU and Colorado played tomorrow, you would still have TCU yeah, as a favorite. It is over. They performed better and it's overhyped. I don't understand why you all are not understanding. If TCU this. and Colorado play tomorrow, you have TCU as the favorite. TCU is the favorite. It's not about what I have. TCU. Do they do they beat TCU? TCU would win eight or seven out of ten times. Period. If they played tomorrow, Colorado could still win because that would have been two, or they could even win three out of ten times. But if they played ten times, they're not winning more than six for sure. Okay, like you. Okay, here's well, we're gonna go future long here. All right, Colorado 
is going to have a good year. They probably, based on that first game, probably get a bowl game. But they're not going to get 9-10 wins. That's not happening. No, none of us have said that. Okay, but you all are hyping them up as if they're one of the best teams in the country. This is, Okay, hold on, hold on. This goes back to... This goes back to what I said originally, okay? Everyone is so excited over it because of Colorado's history of how bad they were before. That That is why everyone is hyping it up. Colorado hasn't had a win like that since I can remember. And that's why everyone is so excited about it. And then also because TCU, whether they belong in the top 25 or not, there is still, what were they, 17? Yeah, they were ranked 17. Because they had that number 17 next to their name. And they had more touchdowns than TCU did at the end of the day. That it that is why everyone was so hyped about it. That's all that matters. Okay. Literally everybody it's was the, saying that Travis Hunter, Shador Sand, all of them balled out the way they did at Jackson State because of the level of competition. And now they are coming in to I know what you're gonna say. I know, but let me finish. They are liter they walked into a team and a they walked in and played a team that was in the national championship, not saying the exact same team, okay? I'm saying TCU, Texas Christian University, the team that was in the national championship, had the national championship exposure, still had players that played in that national championship, walked into their building, and their quarterback, their receivers literally balled out against that team like that is a big deal that's not luck that's not like that's not I've the never stars said aligning you're the that's one that not, keeps saying luck for some reason like i it, don't like, i've never put it, 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 all right clearly clearly we're not giving we're not going to agree on this situation let's just say that Deion sanders did a phenomenal job getting his team ready for that game they won a game that they were not favored to win Good job, Deion Sanders. You got your team ready. They played great that game. They won. That's All fantastic. Right. Can we move on no, to I'm not the done. next game now? So God, let's let's dude. listen to this. Okay. You're not going to convince it's, us. You're it's, not convincing it's, me. As for I'm not trying to convince you. I'm trying to convince it's listeners. You're not convincing me either. All right. So Colorado had had a great win. One game. It was fantastic. That's awesome. It was one game. All right. Give Deion Sanders his credit. Yeah, That's Deion, what I just Deion said. got right. his team hyped up for one game. That's awesome. Let's that's, move on to the next that's game. That's great. Now let's let's let now. Okay, since you keep saying that I I'm saying that you all were, I'm wrong. You're saying that like I'm wrong into assuming that you're you're calling Colorado like a great team. What do you think Colorado is going to do the rest of the season? I've never look. I've never said they're going to win the national championship. I've never right. said that Shador is going to win the Hosman. I've I've never said any of this. What I'm saying is. I'm appreciating and I'm giving flowers to what they were able to accomplish with 50 transfers. I'm pretty sure it was 80 plus new players. They literally, I mean, I don't even have to say this because I, I feel like I've said it till I'm blue in the face. What they accomplished by going into TCU and it, it's not like it was Shador had a 50% complete. He literally threw for 510 yards. I'm pretty sure it was four touchdowns. No turnovers. He did not turn the ball over one time. Like, it's not like that was a lucky... Like, they literally walked in and dominated that game. Offensively, defensively, obviously they didn't. But I'm saying what they were able to accomplish, like, 
I'm not saying they're going to win the national championship. I'm not saying they're going to win 10 games. Do I think Oregon and USC are going to beat them? Yes. Do I th it, would it surprise me if it came down to the wire and it was close? No, because I have that much belief in Dion after what I saw on Saturday. See, that's what I'm saying. You're putting so much stock into one game. You just said. I literally just said. I literally just said. They're not going to win 10 games. They're not going to win the national Ooh. championship. But it would not surprise me if those games were competitive. I'm not saying they're going to go in and beat them. I'm not saying that. I'm saying beating them and being competitive are two different things. That's, uh, uh, you're saying, you literally just said, I have this much faith in Dion because of what I saw this week. Yes, Dion That's Sanders. what I'm saying. You're putting all of that stock and that faith into one game. Is what I'm saying. Yes, because of what I saw. It was one game. A, a bunch of coaches have one great. Butch Jones had a couple of great games. Was he a great coach? What's your answer to that, Gabe? Is is is, is Butch Jones a great coach because of those great games he had? It's because he had Josh Dobbs. Okay, <laughs> Nate. I'll tell you what. Name me the game. Name me the game that a quarterback or receivers had the stat line of what they just put up. The, the, name me the college, game. College quarterbacks put up stats like that quite often. We just don't name hear it. about it. Name I, it. I, I don't. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But there's been guys that throw for six hundred yards several times. But like and Butch Jones, quarterback. Not Butch under Jones. Your, okay. But that's what you named Butch Jones. So yeah. I was saying, name me a quarterback Butch Jones has coached where he's done that. I'm not, dude, you're, but you're talking about just the quarterback. I'm talking about a whole team, bro, which includes a defense. You, and, okay, so also. We're obviously not going to agree on this. So we thing. might as well just not waste listeners' time. Anymore. I'm just letting everybody know like, that going forward for the rest of the season, Colorado doesn't have enough depth to keep up with the rest of these teams. All right, they've got defensively. the they've got no, and offensively they don't have the depth. God, bro, what so, teams listen, are you talking about? So I'm talking about every college football team. All right, so listen to this. Colorado has the energy, they have the effort, and they have the playmakers, which is all fantastic. They've got all of that. That's awesome. They don't have the depth. College football. You've got to have multiple guys at every position that can compete with the top of the, the best of the best. Colorado has maybe one guy at each position that can do that. They don't have multiple at every position that can do, especially the line of scrimmage. You know how many yards per carry they had in that game, Tanner? Rushing? How many? How many? How many, how many yards per carry Colorado had? They in that didn't game? need to run the ball because their because, quarterback because, threw for over five hundred yards. Because they played, you don't need to run the damn ball at that point. They played. They played against TCU, who couldn't cover for. Sorry. They they played against TCU who couldn't cover anybody. So that that so but whenever they did run the ball, you know how many yards per carry they had? How many yards, Brandon? They, it was like 1.4, 1.5. Okay, fantastic. They were doing they put up 48 points throwing the ball. Did they obviously need to run the ball? The line their linemen are not going to be able to compete. And that's exactly that's what I've been saying. Okay, that's why since the beginning I was saying Colorado I'm not saying they're going to win the national championship. I was saying their offensive line and decent defensive line was one of the things that worried me. I'm giving props for what I saw on Sunday. So have I. They, they played great. All right. So they're not hanging with Oregon. They're not hanging with Utah. No, 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 they're not no, hanging hey, with USC. Don't, don't say it like that. They could hang with them. They could. They've got enough playmakers that they could hang with them. I'm not. I, there's going to be some of those games that they could get an ups. They can get another upset in those situations. They're not I'm talking upsetting about the whole either season. one of the they any could, of those teams. They could, I'm talking about the whole season combined, though. They're going to lose a game at some point that nobody expected them to lose. 
I okay. disagree with you. I give you Deion. Think you don't think they're going to lose one game? Do you think they're going to win every game they're favored in? I think Deion. I think Deion Sanders is a good enough coach. I think they might lose a game that they're favored in because, like you said, I think they might get overhyped at some point if they beat Wisconsin and then they're like, I don't think they play Wisconsin or Nebraska. Nebraska. Sorry, if they beat Nebraska this upcoming week and then all of a sudden they're favored by like twenty points the next week, like they might lose that game. Who knows? But I believe in Deion Sanders enough that like. Okay, so hold on. Why, point, why do you believe in Deion Sanders? Dude, he just took a team that did horrible last year, brought in all of his own guys, and then took down TCU. And whatever you want to say about TCU, they were ranked at the beginning of the season. You can say they don't deserve to be ranked. Okay. I agree with you. So it was one game. By the way, it was not even the biggest upset that happened this weekend. <laughs> What was a bigger upset than Texas State over Baylor? Texas State was like a twenty-five point underdog. Texas State is the biggest upset this week, not not Colorado. I I don't I don't know why you're reacting like that, Tanner. It's literally facts. Eleven, Brandon. Sorry, I walked away from the. Okay, table. But, I the mean, reason... it's literally a fact. It was not the biggest upset. Oh, like, like you can't argue that. The reason <laughs> it wasn't the biggest upset is because they were like, you know what, Deion Sanders brought in some guys. Colorado is supposed to be better than they were last season, but no one expected them to be that yeah, good. And nobody expected that. You're right. I think Colorado is better than TCU. Okay, I mean that's fair. I mean I don't think TCU is that much better than Colorado. I think it's pretty close. But I do think TCU is better. But here's the, here's the thing. Listen, what I'm, the reason why I pointed out that it's not the biggest upset is because the media is focusing on this way too much. They're overhyping it. Okay, there there was other bigger things that happened this week, but everybody's only talking about this. All right, so, so then let's talk about different. Hey, names. actually, let me ask you a question, and this is a serious question. Was Baylor ranked? No, Baylor's not ranked. But that's exactly my point. You cannot tell Texas, me te Texas State, dude. You're talking about a Power Five. Yes, I'm talking Texas. about Colorado, a team that won one game and beat a ranked opponent that was in the national You're championship. Way too loud. Okay, a I'm talking Colorado, a team that won one game that traveled into the defense. Now you're way too quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Texas State. Traveled to Baylor. Colorado traveled to TCU, the 17th ranked team that played in the national championship mm -hmm. last year. Baylor was not ranked, Brandon. Baylor was favored by more than TCU was. Baylor was not ranked. Baylor was favored by TCU more. was ranked. Texas State had the biggest upset. TCU was in the top 25. You, you literally are trying to argue a fact uh, right now. I'm... Oh my God! Can you can't. We please, you can can't we please move on, bro. <laughs> can we please move on? Oh, oh my God, goodness, man! Col Colorado, congrats on a good win. All right, that's all it was—a good win. Anyway, all right, moving on. We'll we'll get to some other stuff. We just wasted thirty minutes. I that's love all. We, I love all of you guys. Okay? Man, I love all of you guys. I can't wait till we get about ten games into the season. So I can't can run this in your I can't even. I can't either. My blood pressure won't be able to take it. Oh, man. By the way, the guy that's arguing against Colorado, I'm 8 for 8 on college football takes so far this season, everybody. I'm also 100% and have made more money than you. Ben, Ben's 2 for 2. I'm 8 for 8. So. I'm I'm 4 for 4 yeah. and have made more money than you, which means mine have had less odds of hitting. So, thank you. Anyway, so this guy right here, I know what I'm talking about as far as college football goes, apparently. 
Stop, like, dude. If if we were allowing if we were allowing mid season stuff on like future stuff, I would be. I don't know what the Colorado over under is for total wins right now, but I one hundred percent would be taking the under because the money is is going way too high, way too hard on Colorado right now. People are overhyping it, and it's 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 not going to be. They might make a bowl game, which would be a great success for Dion, and that means that Dion is a great coach. If they go six and six and get a bowl game. That means he is a great coach, and he's done a great job. Can we please move on before I need to be put on medication? I mean, I, I, are you? do you disagree with what I just said? I almost put money on Colorado, and well, this guy told me not to. No, no, no. I never yes, said yes. not to. I said, I said, I'm not putting my money on it because you I don't said, know what they're going to do. You you don't trust him. I took your yeah. word for it. Yeah, I said, I don't. He technically didn't tell you. When I say I don't trust it. That means I don't know positively or negatively. It means I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not. I'm not technical pisses me off. It, it means it means that I'm not going to bet for them or against them because they're a question mark to me. Let's move on. That's move what it on. means. We tried to move on four times. God. Oh my god. All right. Well, you all want to talk about something else? What other game you want to talk about? Hey, let's, let's talk about the Florida massacre that happened on Thursday. Uh, another game I was right about. That one. Oh my god, Brandon! <laughs> stop, bro. Utah destroyed because is atrocious, just like I told everybody they were. All right, one last thing. TCU have a better record than Colorado. We already Colorado. moved on. We're done. Does TCU have a better record than Colorado at the end of the season? Um, Big 12 is a harder conference than, than Pac-12, so maybe not. It'll be close. It would be similar. All right. I think Colorado is the better team. But, all right, Florida-Utah game. Let's talk about it. Gabe, I think you watched more of this than anybody else. So, what you, what's, your, what's your first take on this? Uh, my take is uh, Utah was playing with a second-string quarterback, so he looked – I mean, first play of the game, he threw a bomb, so he looked pretty solid at first. Um, Florida just, just looked clueless. I mean, you got – I mean, you got, uh, like, a lot of, like, penalties that shouldn't even happen with an SEC school. You got two guys with the same number out on the field on, like, a third and whatever that kept Utah on the field, I think. Anyway, uh, yeah, Florida Florida has a lot of stuff that they got to take care of from what I've seen. And Graham Mertz could have looked worse. Didn't look fantastic, but it's not like he looked awful. Is uh, that Florida's quarterback? Yeah, Graham okay. Mertz. Graham Mertz is yeah. Florida's quarterback. I don't know why all these Florida quarterbacks want to wear number 15, um, even though they, like you said, they probably don't know who Tim Tebow is or weren't aren't old enough to remember him playing. But um, – other than that, I don't really have anything else to say about it. Florida just looked clueless. The people that are playing quarterback for Florida right now are definitely old enough to know who Tim Tebow is and remember uh, him I playing. According to this guy, I don't think know. so. Uh, how? What? What years did Tim Tebow play for Florida? Dude, I remember watching 12? him play college football. Oh, oh, 09 through twelve. You said I'm twenty one. Like I'm so, like the same so, age so as the guys. These, that would be these playing. guys that are going into college right now were born in like two thousand three, which means they were like, which that means they were like five, six, seven years old. Like, Tebow, uh, wait. So, anyway, uh, they, there may be some of the older college guys may remember him playing, but the younger ones definitely don't. Uh, and, and, and if they do remember him playing, that means that they were Florida fans at the time. And I, I'm assuming that most of the guys that are actually playing for Florida were not Florida fans whenever they were like six years old. So, anyway, that's he played for them in 09 and 0, uh, he entered the draft in 010. 
2010. 2010. Is when he went into the NFL draft. So, yes. Oh, so he's even longer six, ago. He's they definitely don't remember him. So it's 06 through 09. Yeah, they definitely. 06 through 09. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Hot. They don't remember him playing Florida. Dude, I'm 21. I'm like the same age as the guys that are playing college quarterback right now, and I remember Timbo Tebow playing. Okay, so at Florida. Do you remember him playing, or are you thinking of highlights of watching him play? Because I I don't know if you actually remember watching him play. Do like, you remember him playing in I national? Don't championship? remember every single down that he played. No, but I remember the games that I watched him just running everywhere and like throwing eight yard dump off passes to his receivers. I think your brain might be tricking you there. I don't. I don't. Right. That would be very hard for you to remember. He that. knows what your brain like. He he knows your brain. You would you would have like been, been your brain. You would have been five years old. Like you've never watched college football that much. You definitely weren't watching. That's it what I'm saying. Like when the games were on, I remember watching Tebow play. And back then, I also played college anyway, football games. This is so, irrelevant. This is just talking about the number 15 thing, which doesn't matter. But. You have to think also, like, those kids were going to be pay- playing college football games at that time. Like, that's whenever they were playing video games is when they were, like, five and six. So, right. Tim Tebow was on Florida at that time. Florida was really good. They're going to be using Florida, running around with Tim Tebow, and they're going to be like, oh, hey, this guy's pretty cool. So they're going to remember him at Tim Tebow. Like, they're going to remember Tim Tebow at Florida, regardless of whether they remember him playing or not. Like, they're going you to know. Yeah. Okay, Tebow so is a household name at Florida. Let's, like, okay, look, you look. do not walk into Florida as a quarterback and not know Tim Tebow. But I, I was born in 1995. So this puts me five years old, six years old, 2000, 2001. I don't remember a single player playing college football 2000, 2001 or NFL. I mean, I can name you guys that were playing at that time because I, I I know the history of it, but I don't ever remember watching a guy and actually knowing who they are and remembering it when I got older. Like, that that just didn't happen. And I am really into sports, especially football. And I, I can't name you anybody, like, based off of me watching them at, when I was that age. Okay, I'm, I'm saying, like, whether you watched them, whether you didn't, whether you were five years old with a notepad studying Tim Tebow tape, like, I'm saying, like... You don't like. You don't walk into Florida, oh, the University of Florida, and like don't know. Yeah, I, of course they like, know who it is. Of course, they, of course they know who Tim Tebow is. I'm not like, saying they don't know him, but I'm saying like they don't have the same like the aura about Tim Tebow as what people our age do. This is about to turn into. Okay, <laughs> if you're but, gonna <laughs> argue that a six year old isn't gonna remember the same amount as a thirteen year old, I agree with you. But yeah. they still remember. They can remember a time when Tebow yeah, played okay, for yeah. Florida. What I'm saying is Tim Tebow isn't special to them. Is what I'm saying. Like he's not special. It's like they're 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 playing quarterback at the University of Florida, bro. Right. That would be like saying that. That's like saying that, Peyton Manning isn't. Uh, memorable or anything to people that play quarterback at Tennessee. That's the exact same thing. Do you thing. think Trevor Lawrence is old enough? Well, he's obviously not old enough to remember watching Peyton Manning play at Tennessee. Right. But he, but he, he, um, knows the history enough to wear number sixteen or to wear number wear number sixteen in Clemson and wear number eighteen with Tre- the Jags. Yeah, I'm 16. pretty sure going. Right. Even he's wearing. He's wearing sixteen. Because of Peyton Manning. That's what right. I was going to say. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence even said, not to cut you off, but I was going to back you. Like, I'm pretty sure Trevor even said he wanted to go to UT okay. until Butch told him not to because of Peyton Manning. Yeah. 
I completely agree with all that. But what Gabe, the whole thing that started this was Gabe was asking why were Florida guys wearing number 15? He's, he was as if he was saying they shouldn't be wearing 15. They shouldn't. So, but okay, well, why should why should Trevor Lawrence be wearing 16 and 18? Because he didn't play for Tennessee. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, Gabe is doing two different sides of an argument here that I, I don't really understand. So, like, well, I mean, at, at that point, it comes down to the university. Are you going to retire the number or not? Right. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, they could. Like, but, I don't. But I mean, college football. I, I, I don't. I don't know these guys. Like, I'm not in their brain. I don't college, know what they're thinking when they come in. College. But football. if they want to wear the number, they can wear the number. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm not a sports yeah. psychologist. Like, I don't, I don't know. Care. In college football, is incredibly hard to retire numbers. By the way, because you have so many people on your roster that you pretty much need every single number to your at your disposal. Like you need all of them. You can't really retire them. I mean, I'm pretty sure guys are wearing double zero, like yeah. at that point, or like yeah, zero they need point. every number like, they can get. They need yeah. all of them. So I'm pretty sure there's even like double numbers. Am I right about that? Like, yeah, some yeah. teams even wear like like two twos or like two elevens or you, yeah. you get what I'm yeah, saying. The, uh, the offensive side of the ball and yeah. the defensive side of the ball. They're, yeah. yeah. That's what Florida, that's what Gabe was talking about. They, they had, they got penalized for that. They had two guys with the same number on the field at the same time. They got, that's why Gabe was talking about Florida being terrible. Uh, but anyway. Okay. I'm changing the topic. Did Dang, you, did what you, did you think about UT? What were your thoughts about the UT Virginia game? Okay, never mind. Ben, take it. Before we get to that, did you bet on the Florida under total wins this year? No, I didn't. You definitely should. I really wish I What was their What was their under? Uh, it was probably like eight and a half. Uh, but I'm not completely sure. It was sure. eight and a half. Wow. It, maybe maybe eight. Yeah, I, I'm not completely sure, bro. Yeah. All right. All right. Next game. I did bet the Utah over though, so good good start on that. Gabe, what were your thoughts on on UT? How did how did your team look after the UT Virginia game? My thoughts are our defensive line, dogs. Our running backs, dogs. Joe Milton, a dog. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, we here here's the thing with week one is like there's gonna be some rust. I mean, I feel like almost every uh power five team showed that. Like it's week one. Like and you got some, you got some freshmen there probably playing. Um, and um, I don't know. Like, like collectively as a unit, it is a different team. There's at least one person in the in every like, uh, start like starting team that uh is new. Um, so that's gonna happen. Um, Tennessee start out slow, and as a fan, I'm like, obviously going nuts and panicking at first because we're only up like. 14 to nothing going into halftime against Virginia. Um, but I mean, they, they brought it back around in the, in the second half, our running backs. I, I, from what I've seen in week one, I think Tennessee is probably the deepest running back room in the country. Um, and our defensive line is an absolute beast. Yeah. Our secondary had, I, I saw some improvement with them. I don't think they're going to be some, I don't think it's going to be anything like insane, but I think it's it could be good enough. Um, and then Joe Milton looked solid. Um, uh, our receivers, I think, I I'm not worried about them. They they dropped a few passes, uh, but that can be better. I don't I don't I'm there was nothing that I saw that I was that I'm worried about. Joe Milton throughout the season looked good, bro. Yeah, his deep ball he's, looks really good. He's got that touch. Yeah. Um, he he tucked the ball and ran when like he needed to. Um, there was one play 
at first I wish he would have threw it, but um, he he ran off to uh, ran off to the right, and Ramel Keaton was like in the back of the end zone and he was open, so he could have tossed it to Ramel Keaton, um, but he tucked it around, which is probably the safer play. So like his decision making, I I'm a fan of. I, I didn't see it, but from what I've from what I've heard from like different Tennessee podcasts that I listened to, there was only one throw that he made that people were kind of uneasy about. But I mean, that's gonna happen, dude. Like he's not gonna I think people really want Joe Milton to be perfect and that's what they're looking for. And there's a very high like a lot higher of a standard for him now this season than they had for Hendon Hooker like halfway through the season whenever we were playing in these big games and everyone knew we were legit. So uh, anyway, I'm gonna shut myself up. Um, are you more confident in them now, or less confident, or you just think Virginia wasn't a good enough opponent to kind of tell? Um, I'm taking it with a grain of salt because I think I think even still, like you never know. Like at halftime of the Georgia game, I thought Georgia's offense was booty cheeks, and then they at the end of the game they dropped like 48 on uh whoever they played. But I week one is so hard to tell, dude. Um, like LSU lost week one last year, but they ended up making it to the SEC championship. So you never, like, it's, it's so weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to judge a team based off of week one. I got you. I, I really, really liked what I saw. I think, um, I think this, I think this team is going to be a lot more run heavy this year than they were last year, even though they still were, were a lot more run heavy. Like it, it appeared as if they were a lot more pass heavy because Jalen, uh, Jalen Hyatt and Hinden Hooker, that connection was like so elite. Um, I think it's going to be a lot more run heavy. I get you. And it's going to appear that way than it did last year, just because, like I said, we got three guys at, uh, at running back that are like, it's a three headed monster, dude. It's insane. So you, you're thinking it's going to look more similar to like old school football, like ground pound, ground pound, ground pound, deep ball. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I think we have three guys that can average five yards per carry, and then when you're ready to to, to uh, defend the run, Joe Milton's going to throw a 70-yard bomb yeah, if he need, even awesome. needs to throw it that far. Yep. I'm done with that. So uh, the quarterback that Alabama named, their starting quarterback, is, is his name Jalen Milrow? J- yeah, so Jalen Milrow, he's so, our starter, which so, he looked really, he looked really, really good. So you you feel confident with him? Yeah, very much so. So one of the one of the things that I love because Jace McClellan is a beast. Like what position looked, does he play? So he's our he's our starting running back, okay. which our running back room is really good as well. Jace McClellan, like he looked absolutely fantastic. Um, and then I mean there was that play where um, there was that play where Milrow almost got sacked, almost got sacked, and was able to make a 20 yard touchdown. That, that was a crazy like play. that was crazy. And that's that's one thing. I am not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to be completely upfront about it. I was a little worried about him being our starter at the end at the uh beginning of the season. But by what I look I and yes, I realized it was only you know, it was only MTSU, but I was really really he looked good. Like I was very happy with what I saw. Just his decision-making looked good. He didn't really make any passes, unless I'm forgetting one off the top of my head. He didn't really make any passes where I just kind of threw my hands up and was like, what are you doing? Um, Jermaine Burton looked fantastic as well. Um, you know, I, I think 
And this is just my personal opinion. I think he's kind of solidified himself as our number one receiver this year. Okay. Um, he looked really, really good. Um, he even looked good last year. Is, is so. he is he like a, a first round NFL draft caliber kind of receiver or no? Um I personally don't think so. I was I was trying to think because like I think I could see him possibly going maybe second round. I don't okay. think he's solidified himself as a first rounder yet, but that's just my personal opinion. Okay. Um, especially with how deep this year's receiving class is, I don't think he's a solidified first rounder yet. Now, by how he performs in like the Texas game on Saturday or like UT, if he goes in and he balls out. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think he's a first rounder. He's more solidified himself as a first rounder. Okay. I definitely think he's our top receiver that we have this year. Um, but yeah, I was very going. You know, going back to Jalen, I was really, really happy with what I saw, especially his feet and his accuracy throwing the ball. Like he looked really, really good. Okay. Uh, all right, I, I'm gonna. The only thing that kind of, and I'm not trying to cut you off. The only thing that. Kind of our defensive line looked really, really good. Um, the only thing that makes me even a little cautious is our secondary. That's the only thing. And I mean, yes, it was just MTSU, so kind of, right. I'm kind of along the same lines with Gabe. I'm kind of taking it as a grain of salt, but I really liked how our defensive line looked. Our offensive line looked pretty good. There was a couple of things I feel like. I, I mean, just kind of looking from the outside in right. like there were a couple of things that need to be adjusted now, um, the the good news for alabama is you get to learn a lot starting next week definitely. week two you play against texas and our so. left our left tackle is a true freshman as well so that's when mostly when i was talking kind of about the offensive line i was more talking about the left tackle because i don't really <laughs> I don't really know a lot about him. I haven't really looked kind of into him and what I've seen in training camp. I've heard that he's looked good. But, um, yeah, it's kind of our secondary is kind of the only thing that's really got it. Really kind of stressing oh. me about this. But Lynch, what did you think about Kentucky? Well, uh, I didn't get to watch it um, or even record it because Spectrum doesn't have ESPN right now. So I'm sure that a lot of the country is dealing with that kind of thing. Um, so all I got to see was highlights. Um, there was definitely some some rust, uh, some things with the the new quarterback Devin Leary. Like he looked a little off sometimes, trying to maybe learn a little bit about the new offense. Um, they still scored forty something points, forty four, I think. I don't know, something like that. Um, well, one of, one of those was a defensive touchdown. But so, like, they did well. My takeaway from what I have read about it and the highlights that I've seen, it looks like Kentucky still they won by thirty in a game that they did not play well. So, if we're winning by thirty in games that we don't play well, I, I I'm that's a good sign to me. Um, so because Kentucky, I, as a Kentucky fan, that's not uh traditional. Uh, if we're not playing well, we're typically going to lose the game. So we we don't play well, we still win by thirty. Like that's a pretty good sign. So hope, but hopefully we do start playing well as far as making some bigger plays here and there, and just being more consistent throughout the whole game. Um, but other than that, I can't really say a whole lot because again, I didn't actually get to watch the game, which is very unfortunate. 
So hopefully, hopefully Spectrum figures out something this week. Uh, if they don't figure out something this week, I'm going to get YouTube TV, uh, which is very sad to me because I really don't want to stream. But if I have to, I guess I will. Um, but yeah, I, 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 Kentucky, my expectations for the whole season for Kentucky hasn't changed after this week. It, it hasn't gone up, hasn't gone down. I'm, I'm just, I'm staying pretty even with that. So, uh, so I, I'm going to ask you guys about the pretty much one of the only big games that happened this week, North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, I think Gabe is going to agree with me on this, <laughs> that I find Shane Beamer extremely annoying. And when he, he is a very bad loser, also a very bad winner. He's a very bad winner and a very bad loser. Very, I guess the, the proper phrasing would be he's a poor winner and a poor loser. Um, so when he, of course, when he loses the game, he just goes on a rant and complains about everything, including his own players. So yeah, we all, I think all four of us take joy when South Carolina loses, but especially Gabe, I think Gabe takes the most joy in it, but I take next most, I, I take almost as much joy as Gabe does. So we are definitely happy to see. I, I, I do have to say that a smirk, you know, kind of grew itself onto my face whenever, uh, Whenever South Carolina, what that was a smirk grew itself onto my face. Well, I I couldn't figure out a way better way to phrase that. It it slowly formed on my face. That's what you came up with. What's a better way to say that? You said that like your smirk was like like a weed, like growing up out of the ground. Yeah, I mean, pretty much what happened. You know, I didn't mean for it to happen. It just kind of happened. You know, but anyway, the smirk happened. You could have just said a smirk appeared (laughs) on my face, but I wanted to make it. You know more interesting so itself you did that you, you, you did yeah, definitely so so surprise onside kick, which gets delayed because the chain crew apparently shane beamer says they're eating a hot dog so he complained about that too but anyway after the delay south carolina kicks a surprise onside kick they get the onside kick absolutely perfect yeah, by that kicker. Okay, props to the kicker. We all yes. hate South Carolina, but great onside kick to the to the kicker, bro. Great great kick. He had me sweating. So even after even after getting that onside kick and getting all that momentum, they continued to do four plays and not get a first down. They got a turnover on downs. They do all that all that momentum just wasted and I loved it. It was fantastic. And then from that point on, North Carolina absolutely kicked the dog crap out of south carolina and it was it was fun yeah so i had caught crap out of south carolina (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right so obviously i bet on that game and did the alternate five and a half point spread um i said i was confident they were gonna win by seven i wish i would have done a full seven now but that's besides the point um, I was sweating a little bit, especially South Carolina was leading in that game close to halftime. Um, North Carolina ended up getting a touchdown to take the lead right before halftime. And then um, after that onside kick, I was definitely sweating. I was like, oh, no, dude, South Carolina is about to go down, score another touchdown, have all the momentum and the lead. But then, like you said, they did the four play straight, didn't get a first down. And then from that point on, North Carolina just was like, hey, we're the better team for a reason, and we're going to prove it. So, Now, I do have to let all the listeners know that a lot of that second half of that game, we were not watching because we were watching mine and Tanner's <laughs> <Yes>. bets <laughs> for Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe versus Army. 
And I have to tell, I, I, not a single person listening to this was watching that game, but it was thrilling, man. It was L- Louisiana Monroe yes. <laughs> is fun to watch, man. Like they, they get so into it. They scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. They were still losing, and they were <laughs> celebrating as if they had just won the national championship. Dude, that, they were going crazy. That what was the lineman, dude? Hang on, number, what was his number? Number seventy-four. Okay, yeah. number I hope 70. and I hope and pray somehow. Whoever number seventy four is, you see this, but bro, thank you. Like you, I wish we need to clip it, dude. We need to go back and watch highlights of that game, find that, and clip it somehow. We have to. If somehow you see this, you are fantastic, Kedrell Lewis. Kedrell, Kedrell, Kedrell. I think it is. It's probably Kedrell. Kedrell. We apologize if we're pronouncing it wrong, but Kedrell Lewis, if you listen to this, we love you, dude. Yes, thank <laughs> big fan. Big fan. Yes, we love the energy and the effort. Dude, thank you, bro. They scored like a fifty-yard rushing touchdown, and that dude was doing like high knees and LeBron James. Like, what do you call that move that LeBron James does? The little the high, high, the high knee, high yeah. knee where he pushes down. Yeah. Dude, like he was doing that and like several other. Ce- he was continuing on the celebration for like thirty seconds. But the play was already. Yeah. Like, they were already in the end zone, bro. He was fifty yards. <laughs> He was celebrating from the time that his running back got like 10 yards down the field, another 40 yards, and then like for 10 seconds after they scored the touchdown, dude was just celebrating the whole And the camera was on him the whole time. Where would it, where else would it be, bro? Like, it's fantastic. I'm so glad we, we flipped over there right when it, yes. literally the exact second that that happened. Apparently, we're either Louisiana Monroe good luck or Army bad luck. Because as soon as we flipped to that game, Army just fell apart. That Army played so bad. Yeah, they were, they, that was pretty rough. But anyway, so what it goes without being said that me and Tanner hit our bet on that. Yes. Louisiana Monroe plus nine and a half. And they ended up winning the game. We should have done the money line. Yeah. Shit, but, yeah. yeah. So from the time that we flipped to watch that game, Louisiana Monroe looked amazing. They looked, yeah, really good. <laughs> we all had some pretty good bets this week, actually. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah. I'll I'll go ahead and name another one of mine. I I had Houston money line versus UTSA. I I said on the last podcast I don't know why Houston was an underdog, and after watching the game, I still don't know why Houston was an underdog. But Dude. they. Can we kind of talk about the end of that game, like, really quick? Oh, like, the Houston-UTSA game? Yes, dude. Uh, like, Did something weird happen at the end of the nah, game? No, I'm talking about everything from the clock management to the chain. Like, I actually didn't see the end they, of it, so what do you... you no, nah, I'm, I'm talking about the very end. Yeah, you were watching, because I'm talking about where the spot with the ball... Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was a crazy okay, end. Okay, so... What what channel was broadcasting that? Was that CBS Sports? I think it may have it may have been CBS Sports. I'm not hundred percent sure. Broadcasting it was doing an awful job. I don't know what they were doing. They only so, showed a side view of that replay to where you could yeah, you even could. attempt to see where the ball should have actually been placed right. one time. Yeah. The rest of the time they showed so, a long view. So what Tanner's talking about is UTSA had the ball. They were they were down by like what, four points at this point? But yeah. maybe like a minute a little over a minute to go in the game. They had like a fourth and five where the quarterback scrambled, right? Yeah. The quarterback scrambled yep. up the middle yep. and was getting tackled. And he got tackled very close to the first down line. And live, it looked like that he probably got the... Oh, wait. Is, was but, it the other team? I thought it was third down. No, because no, they lost possession. Because they... They lost possession. I thought they got the first down to keep possession. 
was it thought you said Houston was it Houston? Houston? Okay, well, yeah. maybe it was Houston that had the ball. Was that right? Is yeah, that I'm okay. pretty sure Houston. I think got Ben's the right. Down. So Houston is trying to run the clock out. It's third down. Houston's trying to get get a first down. If they get the first down, it's game over. Yeah, yeah. Because so, they can run the clock out at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So Houston quarterback scrambles up the middle, gets tackled very close to the first down marker. Originally gets called short, like a whole yard short. Right, like yeah. the the linesman put him way back, really like bad. a, ter- a yeah, terrible spot. So. I don't know what he was looking at. Anyway, so and when whenever they show the replay, they show the, like Tanner's talking about. They showed the replay from the side, so we can actually see what yard line he's on. They showed it live speed. They didn't even do it in slow motion. They showed it live speed one time, and it was like, ooh, I don't know, it was very close because his knee may have been down. You even said something about the spot that yeah. they marked that way farther yeah. behind. Yeah, it wasn't even, even even before we saw a replay. It yeah. wasn't even close. Anyway. But at, we saw a replay from the side, and it's like, okay, if that knee was down, he's definitely short. And then they showed a, a camera angle from an end zone point of view, where it showed that his knee didn't go down. His first thing that went down was the elbow. And if it was his elbow that went down, it was very close whether he got the yardage to gain or not. Like, it was, it was you couldn't tell from the end zone point of view at all. So, they say it was like the 48-yard line or whatever. They come out of review. The referee says... The, the ball carrier made it to the 48-yard line will remeasure. And the first down marker was directly on the 48-yard line. So he, they got the first down by a millimeter because that's exactly where they needed to get to yeah. was the 48. So, But they never showed – the broadcast never showed from the side point of view again where the, where he was at when the elbow went down. Like they, didn't, like, they could have easily shown a side-by-side where the elbow is going down on one side of the screen, and they showed the side view of his whole body on the other side of the screen. People Broadcast channels do that all the time. I don't know what this broadcast was doing. Anyway, so at the end of it all, it looks like UTSA got screwed over, but nobody that's watching the game even knows because the broadcast did a terrible job of showing us what's going on. So, like, we have no idea what was happening. Um, to go back to your point earlier of why you don't know, like, you don't know why UTSA was even favored in that game to begin with. Even after watching that game for the part that we watched, I still think UTSA is actually the better football team. Their quarterback is awful. That dude is so bad. <laughs> so, so if you change the quarterback, they're a better football team. Yes, yes. I think they should have. <laughs> dude, if they put anybody else on their football team in at quarterback, they would have won that game. He was really bad. That quarterback was really, really bad. Disastrous. I don't even know who to compare him to because I've never seen that bad of an <laughs> Like, I'm not even kidding. If you all want to see the worst quarterback play you have ever seen in your life, go look up that game and watch the UTSA quarterback. That that performance by UTSA quarterback looked very similar to Nathan Peterman's performance against Florida when he played for UT. The GOAT. Yeah. Bad. yeah it, was, it was very similar. It just was like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. It was it, bad. It was bad. It was very bad. Anyway, okay, so what other bet did you make this week, Ben? Um, we've already talked about both oh, really? of my, yeah. Okay. So I had the, um, Utah, Florida money line. Oh, okay. Got it. And then, um, you did I, money line on that one? No, I did them to oh, cover. The spread. Okay. Yeah. And then the North Carolina, South Carolina, I had oh, North Carolina okay. five and a half. Gotcha. So I've got one. All right. What yeah. is it, Tanner? You got I it. bet money line on LSU to beat Florida State. Oh, bro. And I did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. Think I need to expand on that if you know football whatsoever. Are, are, you, know are, you, that... are you gonna bet on LSU anymore the rest of the nope. season? No. Nope. See, like I thought, like with all the and maybe maybe it was my fault because I bought into the LSU hype. 
but it was more of like the opposite. Like I bought into the LSU hype and wasn't buying into the Florida State hype, but now I just realized I got it completely backwards. Like I, I just yeah. Um I did not I don't think I liked a thing that I saw from LSU that entire game. Like it I was, don't understand where all the preseason hype It was bad, bro. By the way, I don't. Do, do they you, blew them out that second half. Does anybody remember the receiver's name? Number four? Number for, it was number four. four. For, for I don't know State. what his name was. Yeah, um, that dude went crazy. Dude, I want to say his last name was like Holman or something. Something like I think that. you're right. It, that dude went, Coleman? I nice. think it was Coleman. Played out of his oh mind. Gosh. Props to you, bro. Yeah, yeah somehow if, he, if you end up seeing, if you end up listening to this, bro, you are a freaking beast. If, like, if, he, if he keeps playing like that the rest of the year, he's definitely gonna be a first round receiver. Dude, that sure. was insane. Yeah, they said he transferred from Michigan State. What? What? A, what a random team. That's crazy. Keon Coleman. Coleman, you got the right Coleman. Yeah, Coleman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. That dude balled out for sure. Keon, you are a freaking beast. If you end up hearing this somehow, we think everyone's <laughs> listening to this podcast. Yeah, everybody somehow, I don't know how you're gonna hear this, bro. No. But if you do, you're a freaking beast. I really want seventy four from Louisiana. Yes, dude. We need. We need to get this guy on the podcast. Bro. Like, we need to find his Instagram and like clip him in the Instagram post. Yes, we have him on as a guest. That would be. Sick. It would be so sick. <laughs> we'll bring the podcast to Louisiana. Yes, I would, I would travel down. Oh sure. yeah. Have you ever been? No, never have. It's a different world down there, bro. <laughs> when have you been to Louisiana? I've been to Louisiana twice for like a church camp kind of thing. And, oh, and okay. it, it is, and I've talked to, Ben has too, we've talked to people from Louisiana yes. and like, it is a different world, man. It's like a whole different country. It's crazy <laughs> down there. We we got to make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> make it happen. You've never been to Louisiana. Oh, you have been to Louisiana, right? Oh, I thought you've been to an LSU game. You haven't? No, we planned on going last year, but. Okay. Uh, it didn't work out. Okay. Well, never mind then. All right. Uh, another bet that I made uh, that that uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about the one that was most confident in the Utah State at Iowa uh, to cover twenty three and a half. I told you all I was very confident in that. Um, Utah State ended up. What was this? I don't even remember. This. I think Utah State lost by ten or something like that. Maybe they lost by twenty. I don't know. Whatever it was, I got the bet and. Early Iowa was winning like fourteen to zero in the first like five minutes, and I was like, "Uh oh, did I get this one wrong?" And then after that, Iowa struggled to move the ball at all. So uh, it was twenty four fourteen. Okay, so ten. Okay, so yeah, easily, easily won that one. I said that I thought Fanduel was giving me money. Turns out I was right; they were giving me money. So you all should have you all should have followed me up on that one. So told you guys. Anyway, I'm pretty uh, happy with the bets that I. Yes, made. you should be. Uh, other one that I had. Did you have any other ones that we haven't talked about yet, Gabe? Uh, I bet on the ne- Nebraska money line and whoops, ne- Nebraska. Uh, they should have. Did you watch that they, game? They had plenty of chances. Their quarterback just threw like what three or four picks. So you did watch that game? Yes. They should have won that game. They should have won that game. <laughs> I, don't know. I should be three for three, but no. Whoever Nebraska's quarterback is, screw you. <laughs> Going along with this, Colorado is favored to beat Nebraska by two and a half next week. Okay. Oh, so they raised it. They it was a point. I feel like I think that is an accurate point spread. I think that's accurate. So yes, because what Brandon says is law. If you don't, know. I mean, so I did not mean to bring up Colorado. <laughs> but while we were talking about Nebraska, I saw that it's an accurate point spread. I respect it. It's fine. Um, also, it is Brandon approved? Indiana plus twenty nine and a half versus Ohio State. Oh, Ohio, did you all see anything with Ohio State in this game? Did you all watch this at all? Ohio State 
especially that first half, they did not look They were not they impressed. They were struggling. I'm feeling, I was watching that game I'm feeling pretty good about my Michigan in playoff bet. Julie, if you hear this, I'm sorry. Julie? That's our story manager's name. Wow. You're never going to hear You're, this, but okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so much your fun. Sorry. But, well. but Ohio State was not impressive. Did you see any of this game? I, I kept up with it a little bit, uh, but not enough to have okay. an input. They, I mean, I don't, right now, I think Michigan is way better. Nothing like, I mean, obviously, you know, there was, um, gosh, I'm starting to brain fart, bro. Um, they're like literally top receivers. Um, automatic five, top five pick marvin Please harrison jr yes, thank you thank you so much first Jalen uh, ramsey now marvin i know harrison bro <laughs> i know bro oh my gosh um yeah but marvin harrison jr he made he made a couple of big big um catches he caught a touchdown no so he caught a touchdown pass there was a penalty so that that was my bad I forgot about that. he got he got hurt at some point in that game too i don't, I don't know how serious it I was he got he landed awkwardly on his shoulder at one point i don't know how serious it was but. it was more their quarter honestly it was more their quarterback play yeah. like i just wasn't i wasn't very impressed yeah it wasn't great and you know going from cj to i can't even remember what dude's name was but um yeah it was everything that i saw which i didn't get to watch a lot of the game because i was working but i mean everything that i saw like i wasn't it wasn't – he didn't really make any plays where I was like, oh, this guy's, like, really good. This guy's – Right, know, yeah. Like I see when I'm watching, you know, Jalen Milgo. Yeah. Jermaine Burton. <laughs> you know, just uh, and some Jason McClellan. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. All right. Does, are there any other games that happened this week? <laughs> are there any other games that happened this week that you guys want to talk about that you all saw something that you want to mention or anything else? Uh, West Virginia, by the way, they hung in yeah. pretty well with Penn State. They they ended up losing by like they were twenty four to seven or something like that. Anything to say about that? They hung in there. They did okay. They were respectable, but they lost at the end of the day. So, did you guys watch Texas? Penn State's a good football. I didn't get to see anything with Texas. Uh, I I I heard that they struggled a little bit. Um, I heard that Quinn Ewers kind of was like eh, but their defense played really well. Is what I heard. Is that accurate? I mean, from what I saw, like yeah, they obviously were struggling, but. I, I, I didn't I didn't keep a close eye on it. I was flipping back and forth. Um, but from what I saw, like yeah, they they struggled. I didn't know about their their. I guess I didn't hear anything about their defense like playing really well. But yeah, I didn't know if any of you guys got it. With it. Yeah, hopefully next week I'll actually be able to watch ninety percent of these games since ninety percent of them are on ESPN networks. So we'll see. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I think we're done with college football talk, which means we are going to do a best ball draft uh we really tried to do underdog because underdog is awesome but tanner's account will not let him deposit any money into underdog hey so i did email uh just just to let you know i did mail support but i haven't yeah you probably won't hear anything anything back back, yeah Uh, so yeah so we're gonna do fan duel which we've never done before but i'm assuming it's gonna work very similar have you clicked into this basically enter contest what we're saying is fan duel is going to either be gaining or losing a lot of money from us because okay, we so tried it, to do DraftKings and I couldn't do a DraftKings yeah, account yes. and then we tried to do underdog and Tanner couldn't do an underdog I, account. So I, FanDuel I, is just... On the record, I really don't like FanDuel. It doesn't work very smoothly, but it's the only one that is letting us do anything. So it's the one we keep using. So well, I thank you for letting us want, use it. If we ever want a FanDuel 
thing in the future, you know, we get super big. Just don't listen to this episode. I can, I can, I can cancel that five seconds out. I can can edit that out completely for sure. Uh, But anyway, it randomized the draft order. It gave Ben the first pick and me the second pick. Gabe the third and Tanner has the fourth. Freaking course, bro. Did you have the fourth the last time? No, I did. No, you you had first. You had first. It just slipped the order. It flipped. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. I thought thought y'all were talking about um, our fantasy draft we done. The, the, yeah. The division winners. That's what we're talking about. I thought at first I thought you were talking about um it only gives us thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds. How do we want to pick? Okay. Uh, Are you up? Oh, probably hit the plus. Oh. All right. Yeah. So okay. I took Justin Jefferson with my first pick. So, That's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. So I do. I actually don't know how FanDuel's point system works. It, do they do half PPR? Is there full PPR, half PPR? Anybody know? None of us know. Just do the draft oh, line. This is terrible. <laughs> Soon have PPR. Yeah, um, I would think so since so CMC. I'm going to do Christian McCaffrey. Hmm. And I think it's full PPR. Derrick Henry is way down there. Okay. He's behind Tony. You're Paul. probably right. It probably is full PPR, which means I probably shouldn't have done Christian McCaffrey, but I'll I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah, Gabe takes okay. Travis Kelsey. What do you think about that, Gabe? You like that? Don't like that. I know Tanner loves tight ends, so that's why I took Travis Kelsey. <laughs> wow, you like that? Bro. <laughs> you like? Wow. Tanner took Jamar Chase. Talk a little bit about why you're picking the guys you're picking. So I'm okay. picking Jamar Chase. Make it um, make it quick. Yeah, I'm picking Jamar. Um, obviously because he's Joe Burrow's literally first option. Big play upside. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I pick Pat because I know he's not going to come back to me. I'm obviously completely against picking quarterbacks first, but. No, he's not going to come back to me, and I know that he's going to get me a ton of points every single week. So. Yeah, you're good, bro. You didn't pick yeah. him first. You picked him second. So Yeah, I did pick him second. So Ben, you did Did you pick him? Or Gabe? Did you pick? Did you pick? Are you, okay, that is who you wanted. Okay. Awesome. Neckler, okay. All right, so I'm up. I am not thrilled about any of these options. Um, Since this is just high upside stuff, I'm going to go with B. John Robinson right here. Um, just because I think he's going to have a few bigger games. I think, games. Good pick. I think yeah. they're going to use him quite a bit in the receiving game as well. So. Um, I'm taking Saquon here. Uh, obviously, you know how Ooh, I feel about Saquon. Ow, okay. I think he's out to prove a point, and uh, he's looking to get paid next year as well, so he's going to try to have a big season. Okay. Hey, how many picks is – how many rounds is this? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. And then next, um, I'm going to take Tyreek Hill here because if you're talking big play upside, th- that dude is big play upside. So, uh, I'm assuming – oh, lineups. Wait, no. How many of each player can we have? Uh, 20 spots. There's 20 spots. So, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. We can pick whoever. Yeah, uh, but you do want a certain number of quarterbacks versus receivers, running backs. Okay, I've got five seconds. Can we uh, – I'm going to make Tanner upset. I'm going to go ahead and take Derrick Henry. Uh, because of the, I think there's going to be a couple of games where he's just going to score 30-plus points. That bro, can be you could have literally – I would have never thought you would have picked Derrick Henry. Yeah, I don't think – yeah, I didn't figure you would. Dang it. I'm assuming you just have to start two running backs, three receivers, one flex. That's what I'm assuming. Um, Is there – what, can you see? Yeah, dude. Uh, once again, it's so much better on on underdog. But 
Position scored each week, one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, two flexes. Two flexes. Two okay. flexes. So yes. you said how many running backs? Hang two. On one second. Two how many running receivers? Backs, three, three receivers. And two flex. Okay. So you can start up to four running backs. Okay. So I'm going to take Nick Chubb because, I mean, he's Nick Chubb, literally. You, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait. You're a team right there. Yeah. Let's see. There you go. I am also. Let's see. Oh, man. I'm stuck between two and I'm running out of time. Um,. Okay, I'm going to take Tony Pollard. Um, hmm. Since I got to start, honestly, since I have to start two running backs. Man, you are really high on the Cowboys, bro. Yeah, there's not, to be honest, there's not a ton of running backs. That, For like, someone that's so high on Deuce Vaughn, you love Tony Pollard. <laughs> well, I did draft him in my other. Yeah, actually. you did. I did draft him. With my next to last oh, pick, actually. Of course, you know I picked the GOAT. Dad gummit, I did not think Gabe was taking Garrett Wilson. Gosh, screw you, bro. <laughs> wow. Sorry, okay. Dude. All right, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and get uh, a quarterback out of the way. I'm going to get Josh Allen. Um, I, I passed on Jalen Hurts right there, by the way, just because I, I, I think that I, I think he's still going to have to do good, but I think he could fall off dude. a little bit this year. I'm going to take A.J. Brown with my next pick. Um, oh, wait, no, don't I, don't, have I don't have another. two picks. Never mind. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's taking A.J. Brown. <laughs> yeah. I am taking A.J. Brown, but that's okay. not why. Um, if Josh Allen fell to me, I was taking Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, and then I was going to let that be my quarterbacks for a while. But here I'm taking A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. That's solid so, to get them paired up together. Yeah. Uh, it's a stack which helps a bunch because if yeah. one of them does well, stacks, the other one's probably Stacks well. are huge and in best ball. Jalen Hurts also has the rushing upside that you want in the best. Uh, right. So, um, Man. Cooper Cup scares me. Um, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip quite a bit down the line right here. I'm gonna get Chris Olave just to make sure I get him. I got him with one second on the clock. By the way, that was close. Brandon has to have Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson yes. in every draft. Have to at least one, if not both. Yes. Oh, Josh Jacobs. Dang it! I thought he was still gonna be there. Um. Gabe just took Josh Jacobs. Though. Okay, so I'm gonna take so I'm gonna take Mark Andrews, um, just because I really I really believe in Mark Andrews. I really feel like Lamar's gonna target him a lot this year. Um, Tanner got Patrick Mahomes. I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah I got. It was Pat. like the second round. Um, yeah. yeah, I got Pat. Um, I don't really trust CD Lamb. Let's see, I mean, I uh. I can't, I can't not take Devontae. Like, I I feel like it's going to be... I feel Dude, like he's Jimmy Garoppolo... Jimmy Garoppolo scares me, bro. He, he oh. scares me, too, but still. I, I feel like he's either going to target Renfro in the slot or Devontae Adams if he gets in trouble. And, I mean, Devontae Adams is pretty much his safety net. So. Right. All right, Gabe just took Calvin Ridley, who who is who I was going to pick. Um, yeah. I'm going to. Well, we all know you want Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, that gum, bro. This is I don't like any of this. All right, I'm going to just go ahead and get Darren Waller. Just make sure I get my tight end. 
Oh, um, you broke my heart. I'm also going to make sure to get this guy before somebody else takes him. I'm getting you Justin You don't have Herbert. a double pick. Oh, I don't? Okay, well, never mind. Nice, dude. Why do <laughs> I keep thinking I have a double pick? Vance about to take Justin again. Herbert. I don't know what you're, why you think that. I don't but. know why I think that. What am I doing? Oh, it's because I see the two L's up there at the top. Um, Honestly, a lot of people is gonna, are going to think this is a bad decision. I'm taking Jalen Waddle here because mm. I already have Tyreek. And terrible. a lot of people think if you draft one guy, the chances of the other guy hitting isn't going to be as high. But I think they that's ha- fine. They've both had weeks where they scored over thirty, and yeah. if one of them is going to go off every single yeah. week, yeah, so. you'll have one of them scoring for you every week yeah. for sure. And then um, the next guy I'm going to take, I should take Justin Herbert just to mess with you, but I'm going to take Travis Etienne just because. Um, that dude is electrifying when he's on the field. So I think he's going to have a few weeks of where he just goes off. So Okay. Uh, I'm sticking with Justin Herbert. Self-explanatory. I think the dude's just going to be a ball is that, first, is that your first quarter? No, I've got Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. You're welcome for letting him fall to you. Yeah. I'm going to take Joe Burrow. I'm taking Joe Burrow. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to take, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. Um, so I just really believe in Lamar Jackson this year. You you sound so enthusiastic. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, I I really believe in Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And then <laughs> um, let's see. Oh my gosh, dude! Just thirty seconds. Um, I'm gonna take. I might be reaching for this so early, but I'm gonna take Aaron Jones. <sighs> Um, I think that was a good pick. Yeah, good yeah. pick. Yeah. I just picked just, Jameer Gibbs. See, it was either between him or Aaron. It does my heart. Does it do your heart good when the Lynches say good job to you? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna let him fall any further. I'm gonna take Cooper Cup here because if he does end up being healthy, especially if this is full PPR, he is. Just, he, he'll be a monster, so it, it could be a steal. So I'm, I'm not letting him fall any further. Another thing is we we both said good job about you picking a Packers player, so it's kind of like that's true. yeah, it's yeah. kind of yeah, that's, that's true. true. It's kind of <laughs> um, honestly, I'm gonna take this dude. It's gonna fill out my preferred starting lineup. I'm taking T.J. Hawkinson here just because that offense is going to have to put up a lot of points, and Justin Jefferson isn't going to be able to do it all. Jordan Addison is still a rookie despite his talent, and they just paid TJ Hawkinson a bunch of money. So that gives me one running back, or one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, and a tight end. Um, I'm going to take... I'm going to take CD here. I, I'm not high on the Cowboys, but... He's going to get enough targets and enough catches in a PPR league to do well. So. Uh, in a regular redraft league, I wouldn't be very high on this guy. But for the fact that we're just looking for massive games here, I'm going to go with DK Metcalf. Dang it, bro. Uh, just because I, I do think there's going to be a few games where he goes off. Uh, I do think there's going to be games where he gets only like five points too. But I'll take the few games that he goes off in for this. My next pick will be Devontae Smith. 
off of everyone is explaining their picks, but I don't. I just kind of picked them <laughs> off the gut feeling. I just, I don't, I don't have much of an explanation. Sorry. Mm, I, I'm gonna take him on St. Brown. Like I just, I wasn't gonna pick him, but um, I think Jared Goff's gonna target him a lot this year. And y'all literally took back to back. Who else I was looking at? So I figured. I really figured. That's that's our goal, Tanner. Yeah. We're um, trying to screw you over. And then let's see. Oh, I got ten seconds. Dang it. Um. Uh, I'm gonna take Najee. I'm gonna take Najee. Um, I feel like the Steelers are gonna use him a lot this year. I'm not massively um a fan of of Kenny Pickett yet, so I feel like Najee's gonna have a really good year this year. <laughs> so, so because you think Kenny Pickett is not good, you think Najee Harris is going to have a good year? No, I never said no. I never said he's not going to be good. I just think that the Steelers are going to utilize him a lot this year. Okay. So, yeah. Who'd you get, Gabe? Gabe took Debo. Yeah, I picked up Debo Samuel. That's a good pick. That's like, yeah, he he could have a a few big games as well. well I was so. thinking either either Debo or Keenan Allen. Um. Hey, well, don't talk about people that haven't been picked yet. I'm going to take... That's just who I was thinking. I'm taking T. Higgins right here, um, especially if Jamar Chase misses any time. T. Higgins is going to have some monster games. All right. I was really hoping that these guys would fall back to me, and you all are going to think these picks are crazy. I don't think Justin Fields is a great NFL quarterback, but dude has... He's going to have rushing stats, and that's what matters for fantasy. So I'm taking Justin Fields for my second quarterback. Trash. And um, <laughs> the third running back that I'm picking, yes, I know he's suspended for a second, but I'm taking Alvin Kamara for my third running back in a Trash. PPR league. Once he comes back, dude, that's a steal this late, in my opinion. So Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, man, I really don't like anything near the top of the list right now. Um, just so I can have the stack, and since it's since we think it's full PPR, I'll go with Keenan Allen. If it is full PPR, he he's a great receiver. If it's not full PPR, it's not going to be a great. You don't pick. go back to back, Brandon. Remember that. Yeah, I okay. I know. Just I know. making I sure. Figured it out finally. I'm trying to throw you a bone yeah. there. Thanks, man. I think That's you were right with the two L's because you only did it whenever it was my pick after you. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um. I'm going to go ahead and snag this guy. I'm going to get Trevor Lawrence. Is that your first quarterback? That's my second. That's your MVP vote this year. Yes. By the way, we, me and you are going to have to do better about being in front of the mic because when we're onto the side, it's not picking it up very well. Okay. So. All right. So um, I am going to go ahead and take George Pickens. Um. And how far down the list was that guy? Uh, he wasn't super far. He was maybe like he was right behind Kamara. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and take him, and then um, let's see. All right, I'll go ahead and take him. Um, I'll go ahead and take Joe Mixon. So. Dude, I did not know Joe Mixon was still there. Whoa. <laughs> I was wondering why y'all were waiting By so way, much. <laughs> care how far he drops. I'm just not taking him on my team. Like I just I don't I just just one of those guys, I'm just not gonna have him on my team ever. It's not gonna happen. 
So gotcha. um, that's why Brandon just now got back up to the big big leagues. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Amari Cooper. That's a bad pick. <laughs> Gosh, bro. I mean, bro, I don't know who else to give <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. Um Oh, don't take okay, the guy. For the upside, cuz there's going to be a couple of those games where it happens. I'm taking George Kittle right here for another another big play tight end. So, does it and does it just take like your big your like top performers or like does it set your starting lineup automatically or does it automatically take your top it automatically tops it takes the top performers oh wow okay cool cool all right sweet um i'm taking two more running backs here that's gonna give me five but i think these dudes have a ton of upside i'm taking alexander madison here and i'm also taking james cook Mm. um josh allen i watched an interview of his today they said that they believe in their running game more than ever this year. And even with passing, James Cook is a great receiving back. That's what he was drafted to do. So, Okay. Uh, my pick again, bro. Oh, I hate these guys, bro. I hate all of them. I've only got three seconds. Holy crap. Christian Watson, I'll take him. Good gosh. I didn't even have time to think about that one. Good grief, man. That that ran up on me quick. That was uh, my plan just to talk long enough for you to listen <laughs> and not look at the place. Holy cow. Man, I'm going to go kind of far down for this guy, but also I know Ben is pretty high on him, so I'm just going to snag him real quick. I'm going to take Javante Williams. I'm not taking any more running backs, more than likely. So, but okay. I mean, I, I still, that's I still think that's it's fine. a good pick. All right, so I'm gonna take my boy D Hop. Um, overrated. Can't say that overrated. <laughs> Dang it. Um, <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> um, see, um. <laughs> um, you're running out of time bro dang it more all right i'm gonna take mike williams um dad gummit bro god hate this guy mm. love you too brandon dude there's so many running backs on here um, how many running backs you have dude i think i've got like six bro um frick Let's do uh I'll take Christian Kirk. Oh boy. Okay, so I've got quite a I've got six receivers. I've got three running backs. So but I don't like any of these running backs right here. So I think I'm still gonna kind of steer away from the running backs for now. I'm going to take I hate him, 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 I hate him. Wow, okay. Tell us how you really feel. I'll friend. take Tyler Lockett. I had to drop away down. I really did. Yeah, that that was a far drop. Yeah, I, I hate everybody right there. I hate it. I hate them all. Um, honestly, I don't like doing this too much, but I'm gonna take Dallas Goddard and Evan Ingram here. Just shore up my tight end position. I'm gonna get three of them. Hopefully, one of them scores at least a touchdown each week. Just take three tight ends on good offenses. I hope one of them scores a touchdown. That's that's my plan there. So, 
Oh, it's my pick again. Dadgum, I keep wasting half of my time by listening to Ben talk. Reef. It's all part of his... Uh, Alright, I'm gonna... I'm still dropping way down, uh, but I'm gonna take Jahan Dotson. Oh, you jerk. Yeah, I, I'm going way down the list right now. I hate all of these guys right now. They're all terrible. Dude, you're gonna have 20 receivers on your team. I don't care. I've got three elite running backs right now. I'll take all three of them. That's all I need. All right, Tim, oh. it's your turn. Oh, you, I didn't even know you made a pick. Yeah. Is it me? Yeah. I took, right, so I took Kyle Pitts. I would have taken Kyle Pitts, but honestly, the Falcons beat reporters are saying that that dude looks horrible right now. <laughs> oh, God. That's oh, not good. Thanks. That, that's, that's why I didn't take him. I'm just, oh, my gosh, I've got three seconds. Well, um, I already got Travis Kelsey, so. All right, so I took Gabe yeah. Davis. because Peter is stealing all of my stacks, bro. I love you, bro. Where did you even see Gabe Davis? How far down did you just go? Dude, Dude Gabe down, Davis bro. was way down. You yeah. went down uh, like 30 players. So I'm taking picking Gabe Davis. And then I'm also, so y'all may call me crazy for this, but I'm going to go ahead and pick, um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Dalton Kincaid. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> 30 players down, and I'm like, I'm getting these guys for sure. Good grief, man. <laughs> Dalton Kincaid, because just everything that I've saw from him, he is just a absolute dog. 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 He's a dog. That was you, Dion. I'll do it. I'll take Brees Hall, even though he's coming off an ACL. Well, Tanner, I don't like any of the first twenty players, and Tanner took the next five, so I don't know who else is who else is available for me to take now. I'm gonna I'm just gonna double up with the uh, Commanders receivers. I'll take Terry McLaurin. Oh, you jerk! <laughs> that was literally my Bl next pick. Blame Tanner. Hey, Jonathan Taylor was there for you, dude. We gave you all the opportunity. <laughs> That's true, bro. Uh, oh man, I was gonna take Jahan. I don't think I, I was I gonna take any Terry of us are gonna take Jahan or uh, Jonathan Taylor the whole time. He's probably going to go undrafted. I have no desire. All right, so um, I'm going to strengthen up my receivers here. I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk. I think he gets the most targets in that offense. I don't think that's okay. too much of a reach okay. to say. And then um, I'm oh, also wait. going to take um, another guy that I think is going to be number one on his eh, – he might not be number one in targets, but I'm going to take Mike Evans. He's going to – to score touchdowns, he's going to be targeted right, a lot. By the way, four picks left, everybody. Ben four has picks. three left. Right. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Miles Sanders just to make sure I get another running back in here. You love Miles Sanders. I, I don't love Miles Sanders. I just I just believe in the consistency that he's going to get as far as his touches. He's going to get a lot of touches, which is good for fantasy. So. Alright, so I'm actually gonna take two titans guys right here um oh what a surprise yeah so i'm gonna take i'm gonna go ahead and take Traylon burks because i know probably most of our passing mm -hmm. offense is going to go through deandre and Traylon. and then i'm also kind of kind of do along the same lines as ben does and kind of sure up my tight end position i'm gonna go ahead and take chickaconquo as well so i said tight ends on good offenses I've got, dude, I've got the entire Titans passing offense covered. Like, touchdown, it's on me. I got this. That's not what you want. You want the opposite of the Titans passing game. Listen. Just call me a crazed Titans fan. I can take it. 
Oh, did you auto draft just now, Gabe? Uh oh, I, I accidentally did. Uh oh, uh -oh. <laughs> you know what that means? Ramondre Stevenson. If you win, you you split the money between us three. Now you auto pick. <laughs> Please don't kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take Daniel Jones right here as my third quarterback. Wow. Just to make sure I've got my third one. You like that? I do like that. I do. You're you're referencing Kirk Cousins, but this is Daniel I know. Jones. I know. It's just a fun thing to some quote. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't planning on doing this, but it fell to me. I'm going to take Chris Godwin here. If it's not Mike Evans, it's going to be Chris Godwin. So, um, Next, I really don't know who to take, in all honesty. Um, take Sam Howell, bro. You're all on it. Do it. Well, I just saw somebody and then I lost them. Now I only have five seconds. You know what? Give me. I don't like the pick, but give me Drake London. Why not? All right. I'm going to get my fifth running back to fill out my running back room. I'm going to get Damian Pierce. I think there could be a few games where he breaks off a few big runs and produces very well. So we'll see. Mm, I'm doing this one just for Tanner. I'm going to get. My third quarterback, and I'm going to get Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. So don't give me that look. My last <laughs> I gave two. You that look. I'm going to do Jordan Addison from Vikings, and then I'm going to kind of go along the same lines as Brandon. I'm going to do one more. Um, I'm going to do one more quarterback, and then don't do it. Uh, don't take my guy. I'm gonna have to go to a man. That's fine. I have to go to a. I had two guys anyway, so it's fine. I'm gonna have to go to a. So. Mm. I think that's it for me. Yeah. I'm going to go with. I didn't realize I had nine receivers. Kenneth Walker. I think that's a great pick for the last pick. Dude, I'm trying to figure out. I, I don't... Who you taking, Martin? Oh, my gosh, dude. I think I'm about to do something that I'm just going to be disgusted with myself for. <laughs> Please He's share. Johnson Taylor. Please share. He's going to do it. I'm going to take DJ Moore. Oh. oh. <laughs> I... I, I, I don't know what I'm doing, dude. I, I just, I mean, he's just there. I have him I'm, so messed he's up. Got, he's got, taking Dalton Kincaid, he's, bro. Yeah, oh he's got high upside. I'll dude. take him. All of us just threw up in our mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Realize who's throwing to him? I know. Or who's going to run past him? Maybe Justin Fields will get hurt. That's my highest upside, um, bro. I'm taking Anthony Richardson here. Just all three of my quarterbacks have that rushing upside. I love that for a uh, best ball. You don't have to choose which one rushes for right. on that game. So All right, so let's get a little overview of everybody's teams here. Let's look at Lucky Ben first. All right, Ben, his quarter he has three quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Anthony Richardson. There's a theme here. What's the theme, Ben? Um, all rushing quarterbacks. Yes. That and I don't like them for real life, but for fantasy, especially best ball, I don't have to choose which You're one to start every Jaylen week. Hurts for real life? Do you really not? I think he had a great season, and I I think he showed flashes of what he can be, but he's going to have to prove it more than one season for me. All right. All right. His running backs are Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne, 
Alvin Kamara, Alexander Madison, and James Cook. Um, trend there is big play upside slash receiving work. So yeah, sure. that, they, that's they what all all of them get receiving work for yep. sure. I would say Alexander Madison Madison's probably the least receiving work, but even he still gets receiving work. Yep. Uh, and all the receivers here: Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Jalen Waddle, CD Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, Mike Evans, which I think is an underrated pick. I missed that one for some reason. Uh, Chris Godwin, Drake London. Um, either the most targets on their team. Obviously, I have some. I have two stacks with them, but mm-hmm. um, high target volume and then also big play upside. So. And the three tight ends are T.J. Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, and Evan Ingram. Uh, just offenses I believe in that I think are going to put up a lot of points. Um, just try to hope that one of them scores a touchdown each week. That's really what you're looking for with the tight end position. So, yeah, Hawkinson is a, a big wild card. He he could be just he could explode this year, and he could actually not do good. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I like but. him a little more now that they gave him a huge contract. Did you see the contract? Yeah. It's they the, it's the big highest paid tight end in yeah. history. Right? It's insane. How, how much did they pay? I don't. Remember. It's like twenty two mil a year, dude. Yeah. A year. It's yes. a lot for a tight end. Yeah. All right, I'll go over my team next. My three quarterbacks are Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Daniel Jones. I am ecstatic about those three. Trash. I, I I think that they're going to be competing with each other every week. Of, I think I could have multiple scoring 30 every week. I, I feel really good about those guys. I feel maybe even better about especially my top three running backs, Christian McCaffrey, B. John Robinson, and Derrick Henry. Uh, along with Miles Sanders and Damian Pierce as the backups. I I, I, I feel really good that I'm going to have some big-time running back points every week. My receivers are Chris Olave, Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, T. Higgins, Keenan Allen, Christian Watson, Tyler Lockett, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, and... Sorry, DJ Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my receiving core basically a lot of it's going to depend on if Cooper Cup actually gets healthy or not if he does get healthy a few weeks into the season it, it could be insane how good my receivers are but if he doesn't really play all year eh, my receivers may not be that great it kind of depends all on him and I only have two tight ends because I feel really confident in both of them Darren Waller and George Kittle I think I'm consistently going to get points from those two guys so I feel I feel I, I didn't need to have a third one um, all right, Gabe, let's talk about your team, your quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I don't have much to say about my team. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you even want me to go through the rest of the players? <laughs> I think we should just for the listeners. Okay. But... I'll, I'll talk about his, the quarterbacks, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, I think are going to be the majority of his points. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to outscore those other two very often at all. Um, so I think it's mostly going to be carried by Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. Aaron Rodgers is going to give you a consistent floor, though. So if those other two just happen to have a terrible week, Aaron Rodgers can give you a, a good I think floor. all three of those guys have a fairly consistent floor. Yeah, You're not going to get less than, like, 25 points from your quarterback. I, getting, getting Trevor Lawrence was a priority just because of – I mean, this is Joe Burrow's second injury since he's been with the Bengals. So I mean, and I don't want to, I don't want to risk Joe Burrow getting hurt. And then my next guy is Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I went, I went kind of far down before everyone started going super far down, like later in the draft to get uh, the guys they wanted to get the guys they yeah. wanted. I went pretty far down to get Trevor Lawrence just so I knew I had that that second 
potential like elite quarterback uh, on my roster. Got it. Uh, the running backs are Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Jameer Gibbs, Javante Williams, Brees Hall, Isaiah Pacheco, Ramondre Stevenson, the auto draft, yes, and Kenneth Walker. <laughs> Ramondre is um, going to end up being his best friend. You've got back. you've got a lot of guys that could end up being really great late in the season. I think Jameer Gibbs may take a little bit to get his legs uh, to get acquainted to the NFL speed. Uh, late late season, he could be awesome. Same thing, Javante Williams coming back from an injury could be great late season. Brees Hall coming back from an injury could be great late season. Uh, so you got you got a lot of guys that could be performing big time late, but you've also got guys that can carry you early if they need yeah. to. Austin Eckler or Josh Jacobs are going to be very consistent for you. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, it de- kind of depends on how much how many carries they're going to give to Ezekiel Elliott because if they keep Ezekiel Elliott on the sideline most of the time, Ramondre could be great. If they use Ezekiel a lot, Ramondre may not be that good. Um, so it just kind of depends. Isaiah Pacheco, you never know what the Chiefs are doing with the running backs. Could be amazing. Could be nothing. Uh, who knows? I mean, it's best ball. So the weeks that he does go off, you yeah. can have him. True. Receivers, Stephon Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Calvin Ridley. That's a great trio right there. That's fantastic. I, love all, I would love to have all three of them on my team. Devontae Smith, Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk. You got a great receiving core, except yeah. for Amari Cooper. Nah, Amari Cooper. I mean, it depends on if Deshaun Watson is actually like Texans Deshaun Watson or not. Um, it's best ball. Who cares? That's true. I'm giving you a time. Tight ends, two, uh, one really consistent. Obviously, Travis Kelsey, best best fantasy tight end by far, and Kyle Pitts could give you some big games here and there. So, um, yeah, you you didn't need a. Th- it was probably a good good job not picking a third one. You didn't really need a third one unless Travis Kelsey gets hurt. And if Travis Kelsey gets hurt, you're screwed anyway. So, <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, all right. Next up, Tanner, you ready? Yeah. Quarterbacks: Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Tua, Tonga Vailoa. Did I pronounce that correctly? He, uh, yes, sir, you did. Okay. So I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. That's, I mean, so that's you... not self-explanatory. That's not how it's spelled at all. But oh no, I thought you meant the quarterback position in general. Oh, okay. That's okay, a guys. great three quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I've got. I mean, Pat is going to be super, super consistent. Uh, if he's not, I mean, Lamar. A lot of people are talking like Lamar is going to win the MVP this year. Like a lot of people actually have him winning the MVP. Who are you listening to, bro? Stephen A. actually <laughs> said that Stephen A. actually. Um, Stephen A. says that Stephon Diggs doesn't want to play on the Bills. Wow. I okay. You I hear that, Stephen A. You hear that? I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. But if he is going to have another MVP season, it is going to be this year. Yeah. Because they went all out on getting him weapons, and he's not getting any younger. Which, in his case, as much as he runs, you want him to be younger. All right. Uh, the running backs are Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, and Joe Mixon. I like Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones. I, the rest honestly, of them, I, honestly yeah. I love my running backs. Because, I mean, I've got the two of them that are really good in the backfield as well. Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon. Uh, you, you hate Joe Mixon, but I actually really I, like Joe I don't Mixon. hate him. I just so. I just don't think he has a ton of upside. Like he's just not gonna go off, you know. Like he, I, he had a couple of games last year where he put up twenty. They were very touchdown oriented performances, though. Hey, it's, and you I can't mean, bank on those. I've def okay. Well, I've got four others. I've yeah, got four you're, right, others. you're right. He so, plays I mean, on a high powered offense. He so. does. He does. So, and I mean, All right. I, I'm very comfortable with the running backs that I have. So. 
All right, receivers are Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Amon Ra, Amon Ra, Amon Ra, Amon Ra, uh, St. Brown. One of those one of those pronunciations. I'm not exactly sure which one it is. Just say, it's one of those. Just say amen at this point. Yeah. Like. <laughs> George Pickens, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, Traylon Burks, and Jordan Addison. I mean, um, I could literally, like, screenshot a picture of this wide receiver roster and, like, put it on my ceiling at night. Like, if this is – I'm that confident about these receivers. Like, bro, So you can like, have dreams about I'm that. I'm that confident about I, – I think I have the best receiving core at all. That's just my personal opinion. But, I mean – I like I beg it. to differ. I like yeah. it. I, I think I, – I, like I don't it. think Devontae Adams is going to be great this year just because, again, I, I Jimmy Garoppolo scares yeah, the crap that, out of me. That, but... To be honest, I think that's – I know this is going to sound crazy because of how good of a receiver he truly is. Him and probably, I would say, Jordan Addison are the only two that I think I'm not very confident in. And Jordan Addison, because he's a rookie. He's a rookie. And then it's just, I don't know how I feel about Jimmy Garoppolo in that Raiders offense, man. So, like, yeah. But I would still put, I would still screenshot a picture of this, put it on my ceiling. All right, and the three tight ends are Mark Andrews, Dalton Kincaid, and Chigosium Aconquo. Did I say that first name correctly? Uh, Chigosium. This is Chigaconquo. Chig. Chig- well, that's that's an abbreviation. That his abbreviation is Chig, but his name is like Chigosium or something like that. It's something Chigosium. like that. I've always said Chigaconquo. Chig. Yeah, I mean Mark. So I feel like Mark Andrews is a really good consistency tight end, but I also feel like Dalton Kincaid and Chigaconquo have very, very big upsides. Okay. So I really think I, I'm very confident in them because I feel like Mark, Mark Andrews can get me consistency, but I really feel like there could be a couple of games, Dalton Kincaid and Chick both catch maybe one or two touchdown passes that would take that top tight end spot. So. Okay. So, all right. So help me out here for a second. Yes, what, sir. What is the actor's name? I cannot remember his name to save my life. 21 Jump Street. Not the short dude, the other dude. Jason. Oh, you're talking Channing about Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Why does Dalton Kincaid look like Channing Tatum with the head? Like he, like he's playing like in Twenty One Jump Street right he now. He looks nothing like I, Channing Tatum. He, he think he does, bro. He looks like he's trying to be in Twenty Two Jump Street or Twenty One Jump Street. I can see it. And he's I, he's playing like high school or college football again. Like it's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> okay, I can kind of see it a little up close. So I, I can kind of see it a little up close. That that just I just saw the picture that just stuck in my head for some reason. <laughs> All right, uh, so who do we think has the best team? I, it could be anybody. That's the that's the fun thing about these best ball stuff. It's just I think we're literally all gonna say we have the best teams. Like yeah, I mean it could be any. But I do like my team the best. Personally. I think I like yeah. Of course, we're not gonna like our own team the yeah. best. Of course, Ben's team sucks. Uh, talking here, the the Duke and Clemson game is ongoing. Uh. Uh, my Clemson pick for the college football playoff is not looking good right now. Uh, Duke, <laughs> Duke, <laughs> Duke is beating Clemson twenty-one to seven with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and Duke has the ball. Can Brandon get his first L? So I mean, it's, oh, did you it's, bet on that game? No, no, no. I, I, I bet on Clemson to make the college football playoff. Well, that's still going to be an L. Yeah, it, it's looking like that's going to be an L. I can't really um, say anything. I picked TCU. To yeah, <laughs> that's that's way worse. Uh, to be fair, I got put on the spot there. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, we're not gonna stay on long enough to 
to finish to see the end of this game, but we can just kind of assume that Duke has won this game at this point. If Clemson comes back and wins it, that's a crazy comeback. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there. Um, extended podcast here because we spent thirty minutes talking about Colorado. Apologies. Um, but anyway, I'm actually I'm not sorry about that. We needed to do that. It's fine. Um, what Ben? I just looked up on Instagram and uh, I saw a post. The Clemson kicker missed like a twenty yard field goal. That Holy would have God. made the game ten to thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you know, if you're gonna lose games like that, that's that's the kind of things that happen. So, all right, well, we are going to wrap it up there. I will remind everybody uh, to give us five star ratings, give us a review, ask a question, give a statement. I'll read it, whatever it may be, and uh, go follow us. I I forgot to mention that on the other podcast, go follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. Follow us on TikTok. I've got an account on all of them. We're not posting a lot on TikTok yet or YouTube because we don't have video. Video will be coming at some point though, but go to, go ahead and for future, uh, go to YouTube, subscribe to beyond the neutral zone. Follow us again on TikTok, TikTok X, if you want to call X or Twitter, whatever. Uh, and Instagram. Give us all the different kind of metrics that you can give us, please. That would be awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.